the juice. What's up, everybody? My name is Dennis Jimenez. It's Young E. <laughs> and I'm Iris Vision. If you're tuning in, you must be thirsty. But don't worry, we're here to quench your thirst on the, the juice. Yes. Tonight we have a very special guest in the building. He goes by the name of Rishi the Alien. Hey, yo. Finally made it. What's up? I think it's dope because we have Dennis the Menace and Iris the Vision and then Rishi the Alien, you know? Hey. What's your the? So, Omen. My, my, my media is Omen Media. Omen so, Media. Yeah. He's yeah. the dark, scary but most, one. Most of the time, most of the time, like, people just refer to me as, like, my last name, which is where he is. So, as usual, people call me Omen. I'm sorry, bro. Omen. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something clever. Um, you can do the, the Esteban. The one and only Omen, Omen. One Kenobi, dude. Hey. There you go. You know? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. That might have, that might have to be it. Every time I hear the Omen Juan Kenobi, <laughs> <laughs> whenever I think of Omen, first. I think of like first. demons. So so that's like that's, a that's like a reason. rosary and like this thing, and then someone like doing this whole thing and Omen. Yeah. like yeah. that whole. Well, shit. there's a scary movie called The Omen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. But it, that's why I'm like it's like people refer to it as like never name a child. Like it's not supposed to be scary. It's scary. Like well, okay, so yeah. the, the, the word good? omen, oh, the yeah. word omen is just is just a like Pokemon, like a, <laughs> a moment that defines like a good or bad. Uh, I thought an omen bad. was like when someone like kind of puts like negative energy no. on you. Yeah. So it, like, it's it's good or bad. Like, kind of like good a or bad. spell, you but can have, you can have a good that. omen. Like, like a good omen is a rabbit's foot. True. You know, a bad well, omen then that's is a black is a black cat crossing your path. You know, so so my whole thing is is like uh, they're they're both in front of us. You know, it's we get to choose whichever one we want to go down. I do like creepy stuff. About There's a old J Cole song called The Omen, and he talks about that where it's like, you know, opposites. Yeah, he's like, uh, what did you say? Yeah, I'm trying. I, I used to rem- like extreme positive or extreme negative. Right, 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 right. And like honestly, like if you look at my I'm, media stuff, I'm creepy, but. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a pull to like the whole dark, creepy aesthetic, you know? Like my uh, audio engineer, he, he um, and like fellow, you know, just co- uh, collective member, he uh, he's into like the horrorcore type of rap shit and does like dark shit, but he's so sophisticated with it. He's like very yeah. like bars on bars of crazy shit, you know? Yeah. Like it's just, there's a whole pull to it, man. There's a whole like, and I don't know like what. Like Billie Eilish, she's a bit kind of creepy. Right, right. She has a big like the spooky vibe. fan base. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw Rez, it was like 2019. I was at the Voodoo Festival in New Orleans. And like, Ooh. it was like, I was on Where acid. Where do you want to go to that? And, um, yeah, it was the third day. I don't want to do that out there. Yeah, it was the third day, though. <laughs> so I like, no, no, there's some crazy shit. But like, You're strong. Yeah, it was, and it was, it was shitty. The group I was with, like, it was, they're cool people, don't get me wrong, but like, they didn't want to do it. And I was like, well, I'm going to do it regardless, right? Yeah. And it was the third day, the first two days. Wait, but did they do it and then be like, fuck, I regret it? Or did they No, they, no, I went so do what, do what, like the best way? No, no, no dude, no, that's, that's, that's the best way. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so I decided, like, the third day, I was like, we've been drinking the first two days and smoking. I'm like, that's chill. Um, but I, you know, I'm out of New Orleans. Yeah, level. I want to have a good time. It's like my first festival too. Yeah. So I was like, they're going to see there. Yeah, and it was a Halloween festival. So. Who did you see there? Did you um, see the cemetery? No, no, no. But um, there was like the the headliners were Post Malone, Damn. Beck, and um, Damn, uh, I forgot the other band. 
I think it's Guns N' Roses. They were the ones. Yeah, so it's like them three. Yeah, I know it's like a usually a mesh of just like yeah. No, there's a lot of shit, man. I saw I saw like the Little Giant. I saw Pink Sweats. I saw Denzel Curry. It was a bunch of shit, you know. Like that's the cool thing about a festival is like you just see everything, right? It's like everything you would listen to or you see online just presented at once. Let's go to the next one and take videos of the whole thing. We missed like, the Shack Fest, yo. Shack Fest oh, yeah, is happening. You know, like, fuck. People were, people, like, Panther Island. People are saying it was amazing. Like, shout out, shout out to Shack Diesel. Shout out Shack Diesel. Next time you come to Fort Worth, come on the juice. Yeah, come on the juice. We'll take care of you. We'll, never mind. Dude, <laughs> we'll take care of you. Tell me what you were going to say later after Shack has aged so well. That's like a... A like brand and like yeah, like, like he doesn't hasn't done any stupid shit either. That well, yeah. I'm sure he, I'm sure he, he has, has. He has, but and like, he comes from a different era. Like, you he can do shit, shit get away shit. with like, it. He too. doesn't like. Yeah, I mean, he did say like Kobe how my ass tastes, you know, on like a whole so, like like I think <laughs> but he's going to that. Okay, but there's way worse stuff like dog fighting. Rest in peace, Kobe. That was like way a different era, right? Right. For real. I know they got over this shit. But my favorite thing about Shaq is his his thing with the shoulders. His auto insurance thing, um, the general. Oh, oh yeah. Like his his uh, his branding with the general. Icy hot too. That was gonna say. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember the icy hot commercial. Yeah, like yeah. well, so his whole thing with the general is that when he was a teenager, and he just could barely afford a car, and he could barely afford insurance at all. That was the only place that would give him cheap insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like they give you exactly what you need and they don't give you bullshit. Damn, you're about so to make he, me switch. So he oh, came yeah. back. So, right. he, so, so, he, he so like when he blew, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, that's what he said. When he blew up, when he came back, he was like, I wanted to do it because like, have y'all seen the general's little penguin? Like their new little penguin. They have a penguin mascot now? It's not just a general now. Damn, they're getting into the kid cuisine game. That's Geico. They got to have the animal. I think it takes a person to know what a kid cuisine is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but Shaq's a good dude, though. Like, I've seen videos of him just like, I'm going to pay these people's groceries or like. Yeah. Or just like shooting hoops out in the street. He's really living life. He says, he says, like, I want to spend my money. He's like, he's like, he doesn't drink in public. Because he doesn't want to fuck up his shit for his family, right. you know he's very strategic. That's smart, you know. And and he also yeah. knows that he has such a surplus of, of money to to use and to do that he tries to do just. I mean, if you think about like what people say, they're like, "Oh, this person's just doing side quests." Like, what the fuck? He threw a fucking base festival, right? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, he threw an EDM festival in Fort Worth. Yeah, and he's a DJ. He was at South Padre Diesel. Yeah, he was down there DJing at South Padre that weekend. I had gone to go see. Have have y'all seen him like actually DJ? Nope. So, but I hope he does the shoulder thing while he's doing it. But does he actually DJ or does he like? No, he he said he's a performer, right? Yeah, he said in the podcast that like, I mean, he knows how to like mix his shit. Like a genie. But he said that there's a person that like actually does the producing and like mixing of the songs together. So really, he just goes up there and throws some effects and like you know. See, so, so, so that's shit, the whole thing. Right. Is it like that's also yeah. something that I appreciate? Is that if you're gonna a little be, bit of magic. if you're gonna be like that, he doesn't hide it. He's right. Just no, like, yeah, you're, you're coming to a show. You're coming to enjoy it. Like it's Shaq who doesn't want to go enjoy Shaq. Right. It's know? not like you're like, you're like trying to go see a singer and then they're lip singing or some shit. And then you know, like, ten years later, we find out like he never. But it kind of is like that though. Kind of is like that. Throwing your hands up. Yeah. Well. Um, I know we were on the subject of names earlier. Tell us the significance behind yours. 
Okay, um, so I go by Rishi the Alien, and I guess like the alien part just came from like growing up in Texas as like a brown kid, especially like pre and post 9-11. It was just, especially in a small town, like I'm from like South, South Forward. Y'all said South Forward, I'm Southern, more Southern than that. Like Burleson Crowley? Yeah, yeah, that border area, yeah. right? And so, Fever, so. Yeah, right, yeah. so like, you know about that. <laughs> yeah, so you know what that vibe is like, right? And so whenever I was in middle school and high school and shit, like I was the only brown kid in my class. And like, I got the brunt of every type of joke and shit, but like, so, it was just a sense, and even before that, being in like elementary school and people talking about religion, right? Like I was raised Hindu. And then people would be like, oh, that's crazy. Like your gods have this many arms and an elephant head. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, that is crazy. They only you saw it like saying? one like, way growing up. <laughs> yeah. Especially around here. Like it's just religion just seen as like yeah. Jesus on the cross. Right. So that way. You know, you feel kind of like isolated from the classic American identity. But then I'd go to India, you know, on like, quote unquote vacations. I hate going to India as a kid because it's just, I love, you know, getting to know my mom and my dad's like life growing up and like their culture and everything. But like, if you're a kid and you're in America, you have air conditioning, you have like base minimal oh, things yeah. that are like really dope. And then you go there and there's not that. And you're just like, I, yeah, and it's hot. And it's like, I fucking hate it. But I bet it, it made you, know? you appreciate it. Oh no, for more. sure. Like when you got home, you're like, ah. Me and my brothers and sister, my older brother and sister would be so dramatic when we come back. We would just fall to the floor when we get home and be like, Carpet, air conditioning. Yeah. The amazing. AC would be my you know? thing. It's like yeah. Dora and Salvador. So our, like, we're half Mexican, half Salvadorian. Mm -hmm. Salvadorian. But um, same thing. Like I've gone over there twice, but I haven't been since I was little. But it was the same thing. Like yeah. you go over there, it's hot. You shit in a fucking hole. Yeah, yeah. Um, you Pretty take much. a shower outside, but like it's not like your normal shower. It's cold water. Yeah, it got buckets. Where, yeah, like they had to boil our water. We were like, that no, they did boiled. that shit for us too. Yeah, we're they that straight bougie. up in India. Like, we're that bougie. We're like, I want to take so a hot shower. Spoiled. And so they straight up would boil water for us, and we'd have to wait. You know what's crazy, bro? I brought my PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, no, we and did the same shit. Everybody was so like, like, oh my god, PlayStation. And like we go to hook it up to the TV, and they have like the RCA. No, the outlet. That's no. why I'm laughing so hard. They were yeah. devastated. I was Pointless. Like, man, I, I had John. You risked it for nothing. I had nothing. John the first. Yeah. No, man. So y'all know about that, you know, like going yeah. to like, and like it definitely humbled me and like it made me appreciate so much here, right? Yeah. Um, but then when I'd go to India, I was the American, right? Like I didn't fit in over there. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, oh, I'm not Indian when I get there. I'd be like, there's so much I'm used to that's not here. Right. And so it's just like you just feel kinda out of place everywhere, right? And then it just it grew beyond that. It was just beyond just like race and nationality. It just kinda got to like I don't know, like I grew up around like a lot of people that were I would say toxically masculine and shit like that. And then I'm like, why am I not like that? You know, and like, there's reasons yeah. why. Obviously as an adult, you understand and evaluate these things and you realize why you are the way you are. Mm -hmm. But at the time it was just confusing. And like, you know, it's just, it's just, it was just that. Like you just feel kind of different from people and you just feel like the mainstream of people and the, and the majority thought, sometimes this doesn't really apply. You know, just, you just don't connect with it. Yeah. Black um, sheep. That yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. so that explains like the alien part and then the Rishi part. Like my name, my real name is R-I-S-H-I, which is Rishi, which is like the real way you'd pronounce it. But then growing up here, people would say Rishi. That's all, you know. So it's like, that's what I'm used to. It's like all my homies, my friends would call me Rishi. So I'm like, if I'm making music for like an American audience and like, this is how the South says my name, you know, like right. this, yeah. I, this is what I grew up into and this is what, like how I 
like that's I like my name being said that way you know because yeah. like those are my friends who say that shit you know like yeah. like my close family or Indian people will be like um Rishi right like they'll say it qu- uh, correctly but everybody else is like Rishi and I'm like I fuck with that you know yeah I mean that's just, that's pretty much the the background of the name that's yeah. badass yeah. that's that's something where it's like a an unintentional nickname turns into like yeah. your full name right and right then, uh, yeah yeah well, my mom is like from Mexico, so I remember when I was a kid and seeing like I went through her purse one time, and I saw her card that said Damn. "Resident Alien." <laughs> I didn't do it. I just wanted to see what like a woman's purse looked like. You know, so <laughs> okay. like yeah. the shit like women should have in their purse. So uh, when I had my little purse, I would be like, "Let me get some cards in there." Yeah, get, like, you're just trying to learn. Like, game. Kind That's of all. Yeah, you started showing like cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all, I like, I really wanted to take like gift cards from the store because I'm like, I want to have a card. Oh, right. <laughs> but she, I remember seeing her resident alien card, and whenever I was a kid, I didn't really know what alien meant. I just knew like an outer space alien. So I was like, it said alien. <laughs> yeah, it says like it would say resident alien or something like that. It would say something it was alien. U.S. resident. No, the yeah. old ones. I remember like it was like a green. Like I think it was the green card, but it said like alien on it. Yeah, alien and was so like the technical like, term for like, like looking up at the stars right? every time. Like, oh, dude, God, I, I feel alien. like, and we've talked about this before, but I feel like um, it definitely got really bad after nine eleven. Oh yeah, no, that where, was like shit changed. Like, yeah, the yeah. most racist shit like. It's funny because, like, the first mixtape I ever made way back, I was, like, super young, um, like, I made this mixtape called Aladdin and Wonderland, right? Because, like, before 9-11, the most Man, racist shit, it's cool, I liked it, you know, like, Alice, Aladdin, like, they kind of yeah. have the same play, right? A-L. Um, but, like, the most racist shit that was said to me was, like, in first grade, there's this Filipino girl named Jasmine, and then people would call me Aladdin because I was... Jasmine like, Aladdin, oh my God. but I didn't give a fuck. You know, I was like, "Cool, yeah. that's a Disney prince." You know, like, yeah. you're welcome. He was a thief. <laughs> fuck you know, like, yeah. hey, whatever. And I don't think Agrabah is a real place, right? So, but it's like, you know, like, like I said, I was the only brown person around a lot of people, especially post nine eleven. Like, yeah. at first I was in elementary school, so those people knew me from the jump, right? So it wasn't so crazy. But then, like, you get to middle school, and then like, oh shit, I don't know some of these people. Then all the shit starts coming out, and like. Like getting terrorist jokes and all that shit was like a daily thing. I remember Damn. I'd be like walking around, like we'd be walking around our neighborhood and like people just yell at me and my brother and my cousin and they'd just be like, where's your beard Osama type shit like that. And it's like, at first, you know, I was a kid and I was like really sensitive to all of it. But then you just kind of grow a thick skin and you learn to laugh at it. Cause it's like, one, that's not even my culture. Two, it's hilarious, you know? Cause it's like, I am the one all man for brown people. You know, like I'll get all the hate. Like that's why that song Brown Boy like you can't I even say, explain I that's not even that. where I'm from like right. you don't even the song brown boy no I say a lot of shit some of it is a little offensive but it's like I I basically it's an amalgamation of everything people have tied me to and it's like dude I'm not even a spokesperson for this culture like I can't tell you multiple things about Hinduism I can't like because I tuned out a, a religion when I was 14 you know because like I said I grew up in a Christian society as a Hindu they make you question your own religion. Then I just started questioning every religion, right. you know, because it's I was like, about to say, we're in Texas. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, it's the Bible Belt. It's strict, you know. Like I would, yeah. I remember it was like fourth grade. I'm like doing sports and tutoring after school and shit, you know, because my both my parents were working jobs, so I needed to do something. And um, it was like we did. They said grace. I never experienced that before. In my life. <laughs> you know, like everybody held hands never. and they're like, "Say grace," and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> you know, like I've never done this. Like but I, was this at a white family? No, no, it was, it, was, it was called sports and tutoring. So we'd just be after school with like some oh, okay. like high school students and who were running tutoring? the thing. Yeah, 
but it was I guess there's some Christian uh, you know maybe there was some type of you know church behind it or something that well, I feel like the Pledge of Allegiance yeah. is kind of Christian too because well, the Pledge of Allegiance isn't under Christian God. that's just fucking that's government shit yeah that's, that's <laughs> dystopian but when you say like yeah. one nation under God that's high oh, yeah, the yeah. government to religion right. they but force us to did do... they take that out though or like not that I I've well, whatever I, I said it they didn't they took out the one nation under God yeah yeah be more inclusive maybe that's why I started fucking it up yeah I'm sure if they took that out, my life would be completely different. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pledge of Allegiance was so normal to us, you know, for, and then we did the Texas Pledge of Allegiance too. Yeah, uh, and the flags fly at the same height yeah, too down like here. The, I think Texas is a lot. To other people, that's right. weird, but yeah. to us, it's like normal. Texas is the best, goddammit, you know? But another thing that was going around that time is just like South Park and Family Guy and all those who were like oh, doing yeah. a bunch of jokes oh, yeah. that were, you were doing a school the next whole... day. Yo, dude, the and amount of times here. I got told Durka Durka, like I was like, I would try to say something and people just write off whatever the fuck you're saying and it's just like Durka Durka, you know? And so it's like, fuck. But it's cool because like, like you, like, like I said, I learned to grow up with it because like there was one moment where like, I think it was really like, it was a deciding moment for me, like in high school. And it was like, it was 11th grade. My physics teacher called me a terrorist as a joke in front of the whole class. Like, this is a teacher. Yeah. It was like the moment where I learned like, oh shit, I can't even trust them. You know, like to be, yeah. you know, careful with this shit. Um, but it was, I just like was talking about I've been grounded for a month or some shit like that. And then he's like, oh, Rishi's back to the streets, back to being a terrorist. And like the whole class just laughed. And like, I was like, wait, what? You know, like that's That makes it even up. more yeah. acceptable yeah. for the other kids yeah, exactly. to say that shit. But there was like, a moment where like, and then he's like, oh, I didn't mean it that way, blah, blah, blah. But like, in my head, I'm like, dude, you're a grown man. You totally know what you said. Yeah, yeah, you he said it without thinking. He said like his normal way, yeah. and then he realized he was in front of the class. But at that moment, I realized if I make a big deal out of this, people are going to hate me, you know? Like, all these kids just laughed. They're going to hate me. They like this teacher, you know? Um, so I let it go. I was just like, fuck it, you know? Like, I just let it run off because I was just like, whatever that's life you know and then as an adult i grew up and i was like yo that was very fucked up like that was yeah. kind of very shitty like and i'm not gonna like dox this teacher or say anything like that i'm just like this is part of my experience growing up it was just like something right. i had to acknowledge like hey right. that was fucked up and that like came from a figure of authority so at that point it's like dude i can't trust that you know like to be right. at least just you know polite you know or at least decent yeah. right yeah. um but yeah, like I didn't really say shit about it. I didn't really give a fuck. You know, we just kind of let it slide and we let it go, you know, like, cause my dad raised me really passive. He was just like, like that was another thing that was That's super, super crazy. Like <laughs> after 9-11, my uncle had this like big beard my whole life, like as a kid. And then like after 9-11, I just saw him shaved it. He had just a mustache and I was like, what the fuck? You know, it was like, you know, a baby would see like their dad without a beard. <laughs> yeah. you know, not that I was a baby, but it's still just like jarring. I mean, it always it looks like, weird. Yeah. Your dad even has it for a year and then it's like, yeah. And honestly, it's the reason why, like, for a long time, I, I would clean shave my face every day. Like, because I just didn't want to, like, I always thought to myself as a kid, I was like, well, I want to be a good guy, quote unquote. I want to be presentable. Like, I want to be someone that no one's afraid of, right? Um, approachable, right? So, like, I would clean shave my face every day until, like, I think I, maybe three years ago, I finally I was just like, fuck it, I'll just let my beard grow out. And I fuck with it. I think it's dope. And I was just yeah. like, you know what? Why the hell have I been robbing myself of this dope aesthetic you know yeah it's like a free spirit it like matches a free spirit in your music to me i can't grow it then some people like that i'm so fucking jealous it's not yeah mine grows pretty well that's why i was kind of surprised at how long my beard grew because like i just shaved it every day i never even loved it yeah it was supposed to be shaved it every day too it's like yeah 
But um, but yeah, man. Some people like have like the the <laughs> beer the Arthur fist. Like the Arthur fist. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of wild to think about all the things that affect you growing up, and you never really think about it in the moment, you know. Right. And so you get numb to it after a while. Yeah. Especially yeah. Right. Like, exactly. That's why, like, I can make terrorist jokes now. Like, I laugh. Yeah. Like, my sense of humor is fucked like because humor, I had to like dark humor. So you oh, exactly. Deal with I had to deal with it. I had to cope with it. You know. And plus, right. I was like the only brown kid, so it's like people can target my race. But if for the moment I target anybody else's race, it becomes a problem, it's right? Like, yeah. They're like, well, what are you saying about yeah. this? Well, I'm like, shit, you just said some shit about me. Like, what the hell? But, you know, it humbles you. It makes you learn to, like, not give a fuck, you know? Because, yeah, like, at the end yeah, of the day, I, like I said, I'm not very Indian. And according to people here, they didn't think I was very American. But, like, I'm very American. You know, I think at the end of the day, I'm American as fuck. Um, That's the thing. It's just, like, they think of you as ignorant, but really it's like when you say shit or like and say anything racist, it's just like, dude, you sound so fucking Bro, like if yeah, you have yeah. done your research on nine eleven, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories. <laughs> Yo, there's but a whole where mess did the there. whole where did all that cash go and who made nine eleven really happen, even though someone else got blamed for it and you're over here blaming the people that were framed for it, like you're over, you're being a mega hypocrite. I mean, you can say insert, like the <laughs> insert flip comments. Like essentially, <laughs> essentially the nationality. Well, fuck it, no, it's do y'all's research on that shit. The yeah. na- the nationality shit of the people who hijacked the planes up. does not fuck line up. up with the people that we went and invaded. That's right, all right. Um, there's a lot to that. There's layers to that too. You know, and that was like the first time too. I think that's that was a moment too because like beyond 9-11 there was the, y'all ever watched that movie the Zeitgeist or whatever? Like it was like it broke down like like 9-11 was a fake you know and then it broke down like what the federal reserve was and how it's not even owned by the u.s and like it was it was like the first conspiracy video i watched and i was like 13 and i'm like holy shit but even they're, though you know, like, yeah yeah, yeah like, okay like, so they're exposing like, everything. i probably watched it because yeah. at that time i was um i was really into pissing one of my but one of my buddies off because he was, about this. Yeah, yeah yeah he was he was uh he was like i'm gonna be in the military and at the oh, time, we were, like, we were too young to, like, obviously, we <laughs> couldn't just yet. So at the time, we, like, uh, we'd be in the military, and we're, like... Did you see Ooh. what they did this we're, like, time? <laughs> <laughs> we're, like... No, but I do have something mean? to like, say. Are you sure about that? Even though, like, we don't really... We can't prove the shit that happened, like, a lot of people did lose their lives, so that's, right. like, it was... No, it's fucking tragic. Way, like, you know, like... I know, so many people like, just think, think of like, it as conspiracy now that you don't even, like, they just ignore, like, the tragic part of it, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want that to get lost Dude, yeah, I remember the new generation on the news, like, well, on American news, like, you'd see, like, not so bad of it, but you'd see, like, the... You know, they stopped showing the planes in the building at one point. Yeah. But you turn on the Mexican news, bro. Yeah, you, see the you see people hanging, the like yeah. all kinds of like, crazy oh my, shit. Like that. No, like, that I remember like going to like mm-hmm. like leaving Mexican school and like, everyone's going home, up. and then going to like my house and they're watching the news and we flipped over the other news. And I was like, yo. I so you were in fourth grade. Yeah, definitely. I was. I was. Oh uh, yeah, I was in fourth grade. Yeah, I was second. I guess. That's the, that's the alarm for fourth grade. No, I'm kidding. Um, but that's like, a, that's a recess. So we're like, we all have different viewpoints of it because at that age in life, like you think way different from year to year, you know? Yeah. No. And what so, do you? What was your like emotion that you remember? Well, so like, okay, so there's like multiple things. Like, first off, we knew something was up, right? And yeah. I think the teachers were instructed to. Yeah, not. Everyone just freezes. Yeah, like the teachers were freaking out. So we're just like, what the fuck's going on? And then like the i remember my teacher came in and she was like the most loved teacher we had like we we would 
die for this teacher, you know? And um, As she, a kid? Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Scrap him. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I'll throw hands for this Everybody. teacher. Um, but like, she was, she was just a beloved teacher, you know? She was a real yeah. sweetheart. Uh, shout out Miss Crazy. Um, but like, she like came in, she was in tears. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like all of you us. You came in from recess? No, no, no. We were just chilling inside the room, okay. you know? And like, and like, um, we came in from recess. Yeah, and like, she, she came in, she was in tears, and she was just like, I'm not supposed to say anything to y'all, but the World Trade Center just got attacked, and like, you know, pe- you know, people lost their lives, and this, this, and that, and we're all like, oh, you know, but then in my head, I'm like, what does that mean? What is the World Trade Center? Yeah, what if your parents you know, didn't like, teach you about death either? No, well, not even that. Like, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I was well aware, where well aware of mortality at that point. Yeah, but it was also just like, I mean, you were in second grade, so I might have been different, but like. I knew about was, death, yeah, but okay. some other people <laughs> in my class didn't. So. One of the jaded ones. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like it was just in my head, like the World Trade Center was like this giant glass dome that had the world trade going on in it. I don't know. I just thought it was like yeah, some massive trading important Pokemon building. Trading Pokemon cards, like shit like but that. But then like whenever yeah. you saw it in a movie where there was just like, like, um, like just cubicles and you're like, up, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that was some yeah. like type of an international market. Yeah. Cause it's world trade. Imagine like going US, through that right? shit as an adult. Yeah. Like then, actually knowing what it is. Like actually going home and seeing like the footage and like knowing the reality of it. Like, oh shit, like two of the tallest buildings in America just got fucking planes launched into them and they fell to the yeah. ground that was crazy you know like it was heavy I was, I was patriotic as fuck in that moment you know like we <laughs> yeah. got like everybody's donating money to the shit you know oh, like yeah. so we colored a flag and put it on the wall like we like it was I felt like I was like my country's been attacked you know like right. I did, like it was yeah you're a child you know what I'm saying like you just feel like and I feel like that's when like the 90s like officially died right like no, was, for real. yeah like it's like a whole different world after yeah that. Yeah, it's like the charm and like the beauty of a lot of things just changed. Everyone was on edge. The whole world was on edge. Like you weren't free anymore. Like everyone was looking at each other. Like who's gonna act next? Like honestly, honestly, like to to your point earlier, where it's crazy. So, so I grew up like one of the few Mexicans in like a suburban. I grew up in Ohio. Okay. So the same way where you were like, there was no one really like me around for a long time. A little jump that just happened. Um, but yeah, we were talking about something. I think um, Omen was just talking about uh, being, you know, the only representation of his race in the suburbs and shit. So. In Ohio. In Ohio, of all places. Yeah, and he was in high school when he met someone else. But since <laughs> he's no longer here for the moment, right? Um, back tell us the... about your project yeah, that no. you recently dropped and okay. what that means to you. Okay, so. Um, my album Alien, I dropped it back in February. Um, and after that, I kind of took like, a break from doing shows and a bunch of things. Cause like this album has kind of been like, at least all the people who know me in this like immediate circle and like the shows that we've thrown and stuff throughout the years, they're like, when are you putting out music? Like when are you putting out this music? And I'm like, in time, in time, no worries. But like yeah. different things pop up that like slow you down and like make you really just take a moment to sit back. Um, so yeah, there's like a like sorry, pardon the burp. Like that I, just happened to me. I just made a face because like I tried to stop it. Yeah, it was, went through my nose and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to the audience that just heard me burp into the mic. I think it was like the second time this yeah, podcast. So it's all okay, good. Just talk some more of this. Yeah, we'll, you'll we'll be, be all right. We'll be all right. We'll do a mega burp later. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a competition. Who burps the loudest by the end of the podcast? <laughs> um, 
but yeah so like I would just be doing these shows and like these shows I didn't profit off of these shows I'd mo more often than not lose money were on you them. like getting the artists for it and finding the location and all that yeah stuff? no yeah. I'd pay the venue fees Everything. I'd pay for the DJ I'd pay for a photographer I'd pay Damn. for and then the only thing is is like all the artists I put on like I wouldn't charge them anything it, like, it would just, you just it wanted all, them to be heard yeah it was all out of love it was like hey it was all vibes right there yeah like that's why I was like telling yeah. them earlier I felt very Christ-like doing these shows because it's like I don't feel like that natural drive to make a profit right especially on those yeah. moments because these are all artists that are like vulnerable and like I get that they just want to put their art out you know and we just want to perform and like see if this shit hits with people she if like see if people feel it right and like especially your hometown right like that's why I kind of focused on shows in Fort Worth. I've done yeah. shows in da in Arlington and, and Dallas. I feel like at too, some point but... you feel like okay, some people aren't as blessed as me, and I can help in different ways. So yeah, that's what yeah, no, I've put on artists that completely new artists that have like yeah. probably nobody like listening to them, you know, and like because I was there, you know, and I'm not saying I have the big audience right now, but I have I know I have people that the next project I drop they're going <laughs> to tune in, right? Um, and so this album was like just a moment of okay i need to get all this shit out like now is the time i think it was really like mid 2022 where i was like i had all the pieces lined up finally after um, covid yeah after covid because and that's the thing covid kind of like fucked everything up it did you know because i was i was on this run of doing shows in 2019 shouts out to like dylan elijah and christian Wynn and all these people that would, were there with me cam doja King, Map, Jarrell, all of them, like they're amazing talents that were doing these showcases with me, but then the pandemic hit, right? And like we had this DJ who That name, really did fucking stop shit in its tracks. Yeah, yeah, and I was just trying to be responsible, you know. I didn't want to like do things and create like quote unquote super spreader events or whatever. You know, I didn't know. I didn't want to be that motherfucker who caused issues, right? So I just mm -hmm. I held off. And um we had a DJ before that who was doing those shows with us in twenty nineteen. Uh, his name is DJ Laxwag. Um, but he passed away in 2020. You know, we lost him, essentially. It was, it was fucked, you know? And that was something that made me be like, I don't want to drop music. I don't want to do shit right now, you know? Because this yeah. sucks. Like, that's our, that was our DJ. Um, and he was just learning. He was a young kid, you know, put his heart into it. All the artists he, let, he showed love for, you know? One of the songs on the album was, like, his favorite song. Um, for me, at least. I'm going to say his favorite song of all time or some shit. But, like... It's called Drunk Summer Texas, and that's like the song that like that's would, one of my favorites from your album. Yeah, yeah, and that's the song that everybody really connects with when I do it live. Like I always try to end my set with it because like like in these in this local circle, like people really fuck with it. You know, like yeah. they really like hearing it, and I put a lot of emotion into it's the, the live Texas performance. Too. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, but yeah, he loved that song, and so like I changed up. Like if you listen to the SoundCloud version I dropped a while back the ending there's just like a little ending bit that's different on the actual album where i say like little bro where'd you go and that could be an illusion to me because i am the youngest brother of my family you know and i've troubled them at times but it was a dedication to him because it's like you know because like that was his favorite song and like it just was fucked up like losing him and shit and like not being able to do more shows in yeah. the future right and um was that like one of your first like big losses in life like one of the it wasn't it wasn't one of my first but it was like it hurt you know it still mm -hmm. hurts like i think the biggest the first time i had a big loss was like when i was 19 and my friend um passed away from an overdose and um yeah it like caused me to get my first tattoo and stuff right so like there's a lot of heavy shit that happened and like like, like that's basically what stopped me from like dropping this album was like just different things were happening like even before that 
like if it goes deeper than that, it's like me and Lax Swag were honoring another friend who passed away. It was uh, Dylan Elijah's younger brother, Kearns. Mm-hmm. And we threw a show literally that his parents were at, right? And I sang a very early version of Summer is Dead there. And it was very rough because it was like the first time I was doing it. And, you know, I, just, I made the song in honor of him. And yeah. then, um, then, you know, come to find out our DJ passes away, who was at that show too. So it's like, the song's like for both of them it's for everybody like i've lost you know like all well, that's why your music sounds so emotional too yeah like, there's, there's a there's, there's a, been a lot behind it, it. like yeah. literally summer's dead's the song that's like about my friends who passed away like that's what that song was about it was about yeah. like hey i need to make something i think that's like the most incredible thing about artists is like even when you're like frustrated you're sad you're hurt like you feel like there's no justice until you you represent this somehow you know, I was like, thinking about that earlier, like art, music, like that kind of art, like creative shit, like that's the most pure form of someone expressing themselves. Yeah, like yeah. you're putting out your like most raw emotions, like whether yeah. that be happiness or sadness and a lot of people don't ever get to do, like do that in life, yeah. like ever. Yeah. And that was like one of my goals. I was like I always just wanted to put out one album that was like art. That was yeah. it. You know, like not that like when I dropped this album I was like I don't know if this is it. I don't know if this is all I have. You know, like I was just questioning all these things and like I dropped it and then I got like such a good reaction, not just from the people that, you know, went to did shows with me and stuff or were happy the music was out, but it was more so that like on Twitter I gained this following of like mutual taste, right? Mm-hmm. Like Tyler the Creator fans, Kanye fans, Cuddy fans, like Pharrell fans, Andre 3000, like we're, like I had this amalgamation of people that would probably fuck with my music maybe, you know? Yeah and they were fucking with it you know like that like people were like talking they were just showing images of them listening to it you know they're talking about the songs and how they made them feel and I, it got so much love like just dropping it out of nowhere i did a surprise drop right because i was like fuck it you know like i don't want to do promo people know i've been working on something so let me just put it out right yeah. and um so i just dropped it whenever i, I use tunecore so like I finally like they have like a whole four week delay and I was ready to just drop the album then but then I was like all right we'll drop it in February I guess. Um, <laughs> Damn, that's yeah, a long so, way. Right, yeah, it was all like, the hype and you're still like yeah. every day walking around yeah. like fuck it's gonna drop it's cool this many days marking the calendar. Yeah, because but I did like a podcast <laughs> with the homie back there and and like he was like he kind of heard some of the songs and he was excited about it. So he kind of knew I was like dropping it soon. So he hit me up on Twitter. He's like soon. And I'm like soon. Dude, no worries, soon. <laughs> Um, but then well, yeah, it's my soon versus your soon. Yeah, <laughs> so my soon is thirty yeah. minutes. Oh no, my soon's like a couple weeks. Four weeks. <laughs> yeah, it was four weeks yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, it was cool though. Like it got so much love, and like, and I'm not saying it did numbers or it did amazing, right? Like I didn't expect to make any money off of this album, right? I thought like if I look at my tune core, you know, cash out, it's like. 0.03 cents or some shit right um i didn't expect anything from this album right and like beyond all of that but i just saw people were reacting to it and they showed love and then like people were like man like and then i realized we're in like a whole new era of like culture and like content like now just yeah. dropping an album that's not enough you know you gotta drop more shit you gotta do something Visuals. you gotta be a streamer you gotta be a streamer or something like be in communication with these people i love seeing like little videos on spotify like yeah i always use spotify so like the artists make their own videos if you click the background it's like the shortest little music video you just you just apple music started doing that oh because yeah. spotify's been doing it for like years now <laughs> 
Hey, I'm kind of, I'm an idiot and I've subscribed to both. But like, <laughs> well, no, you're, you're smart. Not, you're you're not, smart you're for smart. doing the you're Spotify part of you, it. What you're doing is that uh, you're taking the bite out of like the big chain, which is Apple. Yeah, or but Spotify. This is, this is what happens. He tries to tell me how much Apple I don't remember when Pandora was but popular. But what he, what he tells oh, me is that like, like, hey, <laughs> hey. Apple's, Apple's doing this now. And it's just things that Spotify has already been doing. I right. know. Right. That's how I feel about iPhones with well, the, I was gonna say, it's like, yeah, trying it's to like copy Android's, Android yeah. shit. Android's been doing a lot. Guess what? Plays. Y'all are about to get USB okay, Type-C. So Guess how long Android is having Honestly, I hate the and, fucking and lightning charger. <laughs> so like, like, um, you know what's annoying? When every fucking person has an iPhone and you're the only one with an Android and you're oh, like, anyone have yeah, a charger? And then they all look at you like, hey, <laughs> and with the new iPhones, that's literally everyone right now. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah, I'm going to make that face to y'all now. I'm making that face to all of you. Y'all are going to ask me for a charger. Guess what? I got 10 Android chargers, but none with me today. <laughs> when my phone's dead. <laughs> I don't bring it because I know y'all are not going to take But it's me. like LeBron versus like a new rookie, you know? <laughs> Oh, Le- LeBron's going to a new team. He's going to be better now. Does yeah, anybody else yeah. need a beverage? So this guy's like doing I'm good, I'm good. I'm way better than him, but everyone's right. still looking then at LeBron, you know? Omen. Right. It's the same shit. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know what led us to the whole Apple Spotify debate. <laughs> Uh, I mean, <laughs> we we argue about it. Like, it was it was bound to happen. Because yeah. he wants me to go to Spotify. I'm like, dude, I'm good with Apple. Yeah, I've always been an Apple thing, head the thing, person. The like, thing is, because I've had an Apple phone, so I always had right. Apple Music. Okay, well, so I, here, I had okay. iTunes oh, back oh, in the day. You know, first, yeah. you know, taking music from the internet. Let's go. Let's go. You started off with Apple. No, I was like, if I was talking about when I was a kid, like 13 and shit, I was doing LimeWire. I was giving my computer virus. So, which one did you have for first, Apple Music or Spotify? Apple Music for sure. Okay, okay, that's my point. Why'd you get Spotify? Um, I don't know. I think I got Spotify because I was just like, people said it was better, so I was like, well, let me see. And then they had like the year, the how year, long, how, year long, how long ago was that? How long ago was that? Maybe two years, three years ago. And you kept it. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> I mean, you because. Cause like I don't know like now that now that my album's out, I'm like <laughs> all every platform. I'm like yeah. I feel kind of like. An asshole if I don't subscribe, right? Like, but then again, if you don't support like, the beast, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like they'd be like, oh, why do you like? You know, maybe Apple right. potentially wants to do something with you in the future. It's like, well, you were you were subscribed to Spotify for so long. Look at your receipts. Yeah. yeah fuck enough. you. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And that's that's stupid. Yeah, that's a very this. dumb take. Like it's a very <laughs> unreasonable. Right. Like, but it's fair. Take, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. So, so what, head, what it is, what it is, in my head, Canon, they're paying attention to what you're doing. They will. They will. They absolutely will. They absolutely will. So, so maybe you're not the person to ask who which one's better. Yeah, I'll tell fun. you which one's better real quick. Spotify. Spotify. It's Spotify. Oof. All right, Spotify, Spotify gang. It's um, the same shit. It's no, it's not the same, the same shit. shit. Like, people do. People, okay. Artists Spotify. do bigger numbers on YouTube. Listen to me. That's a that's a whole other beast right there. If you're actually listening to Spotify, the like for TikTok YouTube, the whole Spotify. day, whenever your album ends for the song you're listening to, and then it has to go on its radio. That's whenever Spotify matters because when you do Spotify radio compared to Apple radio, y'all repeat so much shit. And Spotify radio is the radio. best. I'm a weirdo, the fact though. that you have to say it's been getting better. That's my point. Like, yeah, it's been getting better. And I'll it means, say ours is the best. Not good. <laughs> I don't 
You know, I show love the Spotify, show okay. love the Apple Music. Which one? Which well, one it, do you get? Let's not put the pressure on him. Wait, wait, wait. He needs to say this. I'm not gonna do by opinions right now. I'll say this. Do you get more listens on Spotify? No, don't hit him with that. No, don't that. Just I know the more listens. It's, I'm sure it's Spotify. That's that's where I get more views on Spotify. Damn. Because but I do have some people well, on Apple Music holding it down. Some people, yeah. But. I'm gonna say this. Apple's for grown ups, Spotify's for kids. Okay. Well, don't say that now. Give, no, give no. shit to you. Like, no, real music fans, Spotify, I would say. Real music notes. Real okay, music I would say. Fans, I would say. I would say. How can you say this when Spotify's, Apple is trying Spotify's to copy like everything Spotify has done, like a kid trying to copy a parent? Spotify is like the grown man Exactly. Exactly. Who's the kid? Apple. Exactly, but they're doing better. Mm. I will say, I think there was at one point that like Apple toted that had better quality of sound, and then now, now they have like the Dolby surround mm. thing. But that also fucks okay. up some songs too. I've, I've yeah. seen it's it like also fucks up some songs. But um, yeah, I don't. No one wants to hear. No one wants to hear. Yeah, of course you don't care now. I'm just, I'm just now old man still supporting iTunes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I want that feel. Where's I was just. Came? I'm just saying. Um, I saw some bamboo cane in your bathroom. As long as those. I'll whack someone with it. As those, long as those, those services are, mine, are still going, going, you know. <laughs> I think it's just dope that like even in the sense that like we're like that we're the people that grew up with we had access to everything we didn't have to yeah. just listen actually, to the radio actually we fucking right? illegally downloaded yeah no that's shit. what I was, I was but just we were underage so it doesn't count yeah, would you rather steal a car you, know, you wouldn't download a yeah. car is that, what, <laughs> is that what it was BMP3 if, if you were underage downloading MP3 well I mean, it wasn't oh, as really you weren't as prosecuted. <laughs> I heard somebody piracy like, is a crime. Got, like, yeah. Arrested. Yeah, I thought it was like being a pirate, like yeah. being, some, dressing up point, as a pirate yeah, and stealing people's stuff. The juice. Goods from like you know, yeah. true like, industry. Like you're stealing yeah. shit from them. Um, but yeah, it was that era where we could listen, we could make our own playlists, right? I would have so called it cyber set. Burn your CD. Yeah, you remember when things were called the dirty version? Yeah, the dirty the Walkman. And you can only do that on iTunes. Walkman. Y'all remember the little Sony no, Walkman? Dude, I fucked up. On my album, you can only burn the song CDs. Pink and Blue. The song Pink and Blue, it doesn't have an explicit tag, but I say fuck at the end. Because, like, there's like a part at the end of the song where, like, I dropped my hand. I was literally drinking That's a white That's one of my favorite surgeon. songs. Yeah, and, like, I, I kept it in. Like, basically, what happens at the end of the song is, like, we're, like, listening to it. I actually dropped my can. And I was like, oh shit, fuck. And I just started laughing. But then we heard it back and I was like, keep that in, man. Cause it's such an emotional ass song that like just brightened it up. And then yeah. they going into like that last song, you know, uh, let's make it easy. Or it's just like super eighties tear for, tears for fears inspired. And I'm like trying to be uplifting to me. It was like the way to like kind of break out of that sadness and like just trying to at least end on a good note, you know, like when you have a good movie, you want to have like a happy ending, you know? So, so, so let me ask you mm, I don't know about when, the happy when I was listening to sometimes, sometimes I mean sometimes, sometimes. sometimes. What, what okay so when I was listening to it my biggest question I was like okay so um, what is your like target audience or do you have that and, and I, was, I asked him earlier I was like is it rude to ask him that because like because mm. like when I heard it I was like okay, you know what I hear it for what it is and I enjoy it but I'm also someone who like Tries to enjoy every kind of music. Well, I do, I do. Like, like, I do like too. I, I, I like appreciate things for what it is. 
Right. Like, because so you so, don't hear one part and just be like, "No, I'm done with this." Like you were like, "No, I don't like this part, but let me keep listening." But I also know, I also know that like I have, I have like a, a taste in music that like there's a shit that hate. Yeah. And and there's also like projects from from artists that like I really really love, but I have like this one project from them that I don't like the rest. Mm-hmm. You know. So so yeah. so when I was listening to it, I was like, you know what? Like this is very experimental it's very it's very like synthesizing it's very moody it was very like it was heavy it, it, it felt like a blanket that was like being casted over me. right so i was like i was like so who is this for is it is it for the average listener to me it, it reminds me of like a kid see ghost or like joji like have you heard yeah of yeah like but i love both of those like i can just sit right. there and just like Zone out and hear that music all day long. <laughs> I literally have my kids see ghost tattoo. Really? As you I'm should, sure as you should. But yeah, right there, it's um, them two performing at Camp Flog Mom. So in that little glass box That's that they were in. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love them. They're part of my inspirations, right? So, yes. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So kids see ghost is a great, you know, pool. Joji's dope as fuck. I haven't listened to much of his music, but I get what he's doing. Go to his old music. Okay, if I check it out. Dancing, what what is it called? Dancing in the Dark? No, it's called Dancing in the Dark. I love that song so much. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my target demographic is just people who feel music the way I feel it, right? Like, like to me, music has done so much to help me when I was young. Like, there's a lot of times where I felt alone. I was with I, I thought I had good friends, but they turned out to be shitty. So then I would just start smoking weed by myself. And like, I'd listen to Kid Cudi, I'd listen to Kanye West. And like, you'd feel like not alone. You'd feel like, oh, this is the vibe. Like, this, yeah. they actually understand what the fuck is going on. They also, go through the same right, shit. I feel like Kanye is more like an ego driven thing, but like Cudi was more of the heart. It was just more like what yeah. I vibe with a lot. Like, you know, you know what I think, like why they work so well together is so, um, they're and, and opposites, they say, they're polar they opposites. Say, um, yeah, yeah. So Kanye says is that like when you're down in the dust, like down in the dumps, I'm your shot of espresso. Yeah, that's what he is. Is that like I don't listen to Kanye to be down in the dumps. Right. I listen to Kanye where I'm like I need someone. I, I need someone to. I need yeah, someone to tell me has, all my shit. Yeah, he has some sad ass songs. He too, does. You know, but like, but like, I like both. Out. I like the down yeah. in the dumps and the hype stuff. Yeah, but Kid Cudi does Pinocchio, the exact opposite. Pinocchio, the whole 808s and heartbreak, like that shit. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of down in the dumps to me. It is. It is. But it's, even it's Donda, his way of like, like, it's, Donda, to me, it's like you're sad as fuck, but you're living life without any way to have no problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because of the name, right? Like it just. I think it's like him imagining like what if oh, like my mom that. saw what was going on right now. Yeah. You know, like I'm losing my family, yeah. I'm losing all this shit and it hurts. She's speaking in it. Like she literally yeah. speaks in you it. Yeah, no, like Donna like a, so. to me like that was great. The Don, song Moon? Oh my god, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's something I always do that to my audio engineer. I'll send them like voice messages, I'm like, holy oh, so <laughs> Yeah, so, I fucking love that song. So like yeah, like but like to me, like though when I was young, like Cuddy, even I love Cuddy. I love every album of Cuddy. Like I don't give a shit. Speeding Bullet to Heaven. But what like uh, rock music did you listen to? Because I know you had to listen to something. No. Okay. There. So all right. Or like looks, not not even rock alternative. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. Like when I was like younger, so this was pre. I would say before I listened to Kanye heavy and Cuddy and all of them. I was I listened to like Linkin Park, 
Chevelle, oh, I love um, Lincoln Park. Um, oh, Nickelback, why not? You know, like you, you have to show love. Like, if you, if you want, people so ashamed to say that they like Lincoln Park. Because everyone hated no, them for like two no. years. I'll, I'll say I love Lincoln no, Park. No, Nickelback. Like, Nickelback is Nickel, the one. Okay, so there's Nickelback. Creed is another one where you're Nickelback, like, Creed, yeah. Yeah. and even even Lincoln Park, gets, they get the hate. We're like, oh, you like them? No, I've never heard anyone this nickel. I mean, okay, uh, Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park in Texas. There was, I, get, I get what you're notch. saying. There was a point where people. Where I think it's back so then. Though, think it's so where people were like, it's not rap. That genre was like dying, and it was like, oh, that's like that. That's like dad rock. I think I know the one weird time where I thought Lincoln Park was weird. Was when they <laughs> partnered. Oh, oh shit! Acid rap is dead. When they made that no, song no, with Jay Z, yeah, Jay Z yeah, and Lincoln yeah. Park. That was a bit weird to me. You didn't like that fusion. I, I don't think I like the Jay Z Lincoln Park. I had that on DVD. That was a moment. I, I don't know. That was a moment for the culture. I'm gonna say that right now. I've been on DVD. You had you have one of the biggest names of rap acknowledging Lincoln Park, which was amazing. But also, you gotta re-listen to it. You gotta really stick. <laughs> I, I, I think you just, just don't like Jay Z. I don't like Jay Z. That's what it is. I don't fuck with Jay Z. You know what? You know, uh, so, so let, let me say I don't like Jay Z. If it was anybody else. I think Jay Z is amazing, but. This is gonna be also, a controversial. But I, it took me a while to really understand Jay Z. Because I was a child when Jay Z was popping. I just like the Pharrell shoe. Your turn. Oh, Fronten's amazing, bro. That's a classic. Front Exchange. I think women Okay. Honestly, yeah. You don't like Jay-Z? So, 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 I'll tell no, you no, why I don't no, like Jay-Z. Okay. Except so, for Beyonce. No, no, no. Oh. So, so, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, oh my say God. maybe not most women, <laughs> but like, like there's a, there's a, there's a good population of people who like, um, and I would say it's like women that don't like Jay-Z. No, I don't like Jay Z. He even dies though. Like, I feel like you go to like, New York. Like, you go to New York. Like, I bet there's a lot of women that love Jay Z. Oh no, I, yeah. I know that. But what, what I'm saying is, okay. like, well, mama, so so, well, so what I'm saying is, that there's, there's, a, there's like a natural Instead of Jay Z, I liked Fifty Cent and Eminem. Instead oh, of Jay Z, okay. that that's who I fucked with. So so that's who I fucked with instead of Jay Z at that time. Who's who's like the one they look up to? Jay Z. No, but you know what's funny? A lot of those people will say that like Jay Z wasn't the guy. Maybe he was. But they also right. say that like like maybe he was Eminem technically was good, but as far as popularity and keeping his popularity, no. He's still relevant as fuck though. He's yeah. I didn't say he's not relevant, but he's not as popular. Eminem's still more popular than Jay Z is now. I will okay. This is gonna be my take. This is a rare take I, I have say about Jay Z. For the right reasons. My rare take about Jay Z because I'm an adult now, and I respect <laughs> yeah. Jay Z. Mm-hmm. All right, but there was a point where <laughs> I was an unhinged ass stand on Kanye to the back in the day when I was a kid, right? Right, right, right. And I wasn't a big Jay-Z fan. Yeah. I was more of a Ye fan, I right? I love Kanye. Same, same. Yeah, same. yeah. And then I went on I, I went on a Kanye. rant, and I, I will say there's some validity to this. Jay-Z's relevancy got carried by Ye through his popularity later on, right? Like, like Watch yeah. the Throne, that shit. Yeah. Oh, oh you know, like, yeah. Watch yeah. the Throne, It's like, it was like, Jesus, yeah. yeah, like that was like, like it allowed Jay-Z to pop off in an era where maybe his normal albums wouldn't pop and hit so hard, right? right. You think yeah. they had like a like a like an Eminem and Fifty Cent vibe? But like they're like not cool anymore. Well, no, there, yeah, there's a lot of shit that happens. Jay-Z That's a lot of but, but what I'm saying is that like at that time, so Eminem and Fifty Cent are like it's known they are stands of each other. Yeah, like they right. would support each other through anything. But at that mm-hmm. time, 
you know, so 50 Cent will say. Wait, what if we compare Jay-Z to Dr. Dre? So that's what 50 Cent says. Is it like 50 Cent will say. We're comparing the wrong level. Well, right? but they're old heads. Jay-Z like popped off in the 80s. Like, right. He started off in the 80s. Like, like, yeah, 90s, what, like, early what 90s. What other 80s rapper do y'all know that's as popular as No, like, late like, 80s, late 80s. I feel yeah. like reasonable doubt was he, like early nineties. No, no, no. He, yeah, he, but he didn't pop off. He, of that no, album. he was in a group. Like he was in a like actual rap. Okay. Like, yeah. He wasn't Jay Z, but he was still like he was, he was well just, known. He was just. I think we might also know like our South Texas like kind of rappers, but compared to Jay Z, maybe might one not of the other guys. Anybody like that, you know? Well, I say that I say that show love to Chameleon and Ryan Gosling. So that's a South Texas. Yeah, we're just Texans. Slim Thug is one of my favorite rappers early in the day. Like. Yeah, exactly. Where yeah. it's like it's like no one knew of him yet, but like, right? Look but he's still now. relevant. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, look at okay, so, yeah, that's a good. That's a good comparison. So, so yeah. Jay Z in the eighties is Brian Gosling. <laughs> okay. During during during, during okay. Disney time, during Disney time, where it's like, all right, no one right. quite knew about them, but it was like they were there. The silent you know, but deadly scouts, killers. Some scouts knew about them, you know. Yeah. So. But yeah, so um, basically going back to like the target audience that was a that was a me <laughs> no it needed to happen uh, you know we, talk, we mentioned yeah, the, yeah we mentioned kids see ghosts it's gonna go into that lane right um but yeah like like frank ocean fans those people like i feel like there's that's like what, that, what you were describing that fuck that's what that reminds me of because there's one song where he's like at the end he's just like saying fuck and then you can hear the fucking drums fall over and there's like a dog that barks. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, um... I don't forget that part. What song is that? Ah, oh, it's, 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 oh, fuck. I know it's, it's off of Blonde, right? I think Probably, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it Nights? Yeah. No, no, no. I, think I don't it think is. it's Nights. I think it's like it like is a few Nights. Feel better by the Nikes. weekend. Is that Ivy? It is I Ivy. That I was dreaming when you said yes. you love me. Yeah, yeah. That song. Is yeah, the that song goes hard. But no, yeah, I totally, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that's probably one of the reasons why I wanted to keep it in. Because it's like, that's like my shit. It's like, it's all the shit that I love growing up in music. Even like Linkin Park and like all that shit. Not like, I have a whole song where I'm just singing with the guitarist, right? Like, like I want my shit to go in any direction and not really be like, oh, it has to be boxed in to be this. Like, yeah. especially, like, I'll show you some of the new songs I'm working on, and, like, some of them are just different, the wild, you know? And some of them are a little bit more in tune to what I would normally do. Um, but, we'll get that juice exclusive later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After the here. show. <laughs> but, um... Uh, wrong one. Is that but I'm, <laughs> Or is that the clock? I didn't. Hey. But, um, but I'm, I'm, like, currently working on three different <laughs> projects, and um, one of them is my kind of sequel to the album, that I, I put out and then the other one is a project with me um that's more of like a gonna be a collab tape and then something else is um it's gonna be anonymous like y'all won't know it's me but you might know if you recognize the voice but okay. i'm working on something with my guitar it's like jay cole and kill edward or like some alchemist and old sweatshirt where they put that on the secret album yeah or Sonder, Sonder, you know Sonder, they're like barely recent they're barely like recent I don't know is Brent Fayez in the Okay. Tell me what you heard. That song. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like, my chance. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. But, no that, I was just playing. Y'all don't know uh, how I sing. Y'all don't know. But, yeah, my, know. we have you putting it down. My guitarist does. We all do. We do. Yeah, my guitarist has really been <laughs> wanting to make a band. And 
we really want a lot of uh, like uh, anonymity to it, you know. So like, we don't want to show our face. We don't want to like. Mask. Yeah, we'll probably have masks on or something. But um, I, I mean, I've performed in a mask a few times, like when I've done shows, which is cool because I'm I, like I, I feel would like rather I, do that. I feel like I've set like I feel like I've inspired some people low key. You know what I'm saying? Like I've done shit and then I see them do shit on a tour and I'm like, cool, that's cool. I'm yeah. glad you saw me do that and y'all did that. But shout me out um, though. But one thing, uh, no, nah, they'll never do that. But um, <laughs> one thing I used to do, I think it was around like 2018, 2019, maybe even 2017. I'd perform in a Kane mask because shout out Kane. That was like my favorite wrestler. Um, and at first I performed in the classic 90s full face one. I found like somebody who was selling like the mask and shit. And I was like, this is dope. And then I did it and I tried to sing and it was like terrible. Like, you can barely talk and shit, you know? So I had to like take it off like mid set and be like, that sucks. It's like Kanye um, wearing the full like mask. Yeah, 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 but he has like cloth mask, so you can't hear him, right? This is leather in your face, yeah, right? And I can understand why probably the wrestler even like reduced the mask later on and have an took oxygen it off tank in there. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. But um, yeah, type shit. Yeah, have it half like breathe, be able to breathe. Um, but yeah, then I actually got the other mask like he had like in two thousand three, where it was like kind of cut like that, and so I performed in that a couple of times. I, I love that mask, but um. Yeah, I, I like the whole like weird aesthetic, you know, I fuck with that. Yeah. But, and I, th I think it just adds to like, kind of like the mystery and production value of music. Right? Like so, Sia, you know how she has her like whole, yeah, her like, whole you might not even know I think it makes people focus on what you're trying to do versus yeah. you as a yeah. person. Yeah. Like, right. I think, I think it's like, instead of being like, oh, look how she looks fat today. She looks skinny well, today. Like, is, like, yeah. like, why, why isn't she wearing makeup? Like instead, people I think don't people do those focus so much on like, on what you do talent wise. Yeah. Based off your looks, so I think if you can separate that, yeah, that's the beauty of it. Like that, that's that's why I enjoy when it's like let's that kind of that kind of reminds me of like, so like to me my my album Alien is a psychedelic album, right? Like to Definitely. me it's a psychedelic album, but I don't directly quote I'm on acid, I'm on DMT. I don't say these things on the yeah. album because like to me the most fucking crazy shit whenever I did, I did shrooms or I've done acid or DMT it was just like you feel so human like you feel so like you feel your spine your emotions like you, like, you, you feel crave, grounded like crave yeah, the nature yeah, yeah. yeah like sit around a fire yeah. dude like on shrooms That's or on nature. acid like you feel primal you're like oh my god like yeah. my ancestors did this like yeah. but that's like, what I was saying earlier like if you like if you're doing that stuff and you're around nature you feel good but if you you're not around nature and you're like on yeah. this technology stuff you might feel bad like you might like have a bad trip I, I feel goofy like, I feel yeah, good, it's right? like, uh, like I'll laugh because like straight here. lines don't exist, but so yeah. much of our aesthetic is straight lines. But then when you trip and you're like, they don't make sense, right? Yeah. But um, but yeah, like I've a lot of my experiences on psychedelics and stuff. Like I learned my voice. I would like I went to these things like you know they have like regional burns type of things. I went to this event called Tribal, and we went to a few of them, uh, a few of those, and like we would just perform. Like I would just sing yeah. and like put, sing on my beats freestyle. While I had tripping? a guitarist and. Yeah, and yeah. it was crazy. That's it was, it was like a, it was like probably one of the more like formative experiences I had, and especially in my sound, because like there was a way I used to sing before that moment, and then I like I was on acid, and I was like, I remember we set up, we had a portable garage out in this fucking field in the middle of nowhere, up in Gainesville, and fucking Texas and shit, right? And um, like we just had a portable garage set up. We had like a guitarist's amp. I had an amp for my microphone. Uh, we had a drum kit behind us. And I just had another amp playing my beats that I made. Like I made a bunch of beats on Reason and shit. 
And so I was just playing those beats. My guitarist, uh, it's not my guitarist now, but like the dude who was just performing there, homie John, he was just jamming, you know? And we had somebody on the drums who was just jamming, my homie Travis. Um, and I was just singing, you know? And I was just vibing with the different shit. And my eyes were closed the whole time, you know? Cause Did I was just like- record it? No, nobody, this is just, this is some fucking yeah. underground shit, I guess, you know? Um, but like, I was just singing and I was like learning my voice and I was doing things and I was like, just putting my thoughts and like how I felt out there. And I was like, man, this is, this is beautiful, you know? And like the whole time I had my eyes closed and like, I finally like opened them and our whole portable garage was like filled with fucking people from the whole event, you know? They're just like <laughs> crowded out, like watching us yeah. perform, like it was an actual show. Like I wasn't just right. fucking around, right? But then I opened my they eyes. They felt your vibes, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I, if they're yeah, all tripping I, too, and they're I, like, oh. Like when I was getting into like it and I closed you. my eyes, there was like three people. You know, and after that, like I opened my eyes, there was like 30 to 40 people chilling, watching. And I was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, um, I don't know, like, I remember like opening my eyes and just being caught off guard and being like, holy shit, what's up, y'all? Yeah. Um, but it was cool. It was like a moment where I was like really in tune with like what music is and what's important about it. And like, I think another thing is like the first time I heard Pink Floyd, I was on Shrooms oh, and um, my homie showed the live in Pompeii. And like, oh, okay. I always had this like distinction of old music is not for me, you know? Like I live in this era, I listen to this shit. I'm listening I need to the lyrics and like, I need all that stuff. Well, not even that, I need current vibes. Like they yeah. need to live the life, like, the life I'm living, right? Not that I'm living their life, but like at least know the internet type shit, it's right? It's way different when but, you hear it. Way. Right, like you feel like it's out of your lifetime. Right, no, so like that, that, that's, cool. that's what that shit is yeah. though. Like, yeah. cause it like literally I heard, is. I heard Pink Floyd and like, I was there, like I got it, like I like I knew it. Like all of a sudden, time just melted, and I was like, "This is timeless music. Like this is yeah. connecting to human emotion, beyond yeah. some shit." You know? What is Dude. it? The dark side of the moon? Yeah, I was about to say. Dude, um, I did that shit. Freaking, I think it was acid, and I was out in the middle of a lake on a floaty, and I was just floating back and forth. Yeah. And then the song, I would like come closer to the music, and then get further away, and oh my god, that was like the most beautiful experience. So. I went to a record shop. It wasn't actually, it wasn't even a record shop. It was an antique shop in my hometown. And this is a random ass weekend. I was like, walked in. What's it called? It's, it's the Red Horse. It used to be the Red Horse. Oh, okay. You guys there no more. I don't know. But you guys, yeah. you guys did the exact same He's, gesture, he's the, the alternate universe. Like, our drinks <laughs> yeah. are even like mirrors. <laughs> There's something happening, is what I'm saying. Something. The but, government. Okay, if we were tripping right now, we'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> No, I've had some weird shit like that happen. That's what I was saying last time. I was like, the government. Like, that kind <laughs> no, no, of shit. Like, there was a moment I was on acid, and me the and my guitarist, like, we mirrored each other. It was crazy. Like, we were, like, doing the same exact thing at the same exact time for just, like, three seconds. And Makes we, you want to throw and we up, literally, doesn't Yeah, it? we literally looked away. We're like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know, like, we're both tripping acid. But, but going back to, like, all the, the point of that is, I say, like, I, Alien to me is a psychedelic album because it delves into human emotion. Yeah. It goes into that that space. It's spacey. I feel that. And, like, I don't, I don't want to make it overtly, like, psychedelic. Like, oh, let me throw, you have to be on acid and this and this and that. I feel it. Because, yeah. like, 
I feel like true psychedelic music. That's why you music, don't put the mushrooms on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> the true psychedelic music, I feel like, hits everybody, right? Like, it yeah. hits the human emotion and spirit. So, like... It depends on the moment, too. Yeah. Yeah, that too. that, too. I didn't like Pink Floyd for... Well, I liked Pink Floyd, but only, like, a few songs. Until right, right. Until that you really moment, And then I was it. like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, I need yeah. to hear more of this. Same. Like, I heard Wish You Were, <laughs> wish you were Here Before. Yeah, that. or that Money song. song. beautiful song. Beautiful I always song. hated that Money that song. That was kind of wild. That's like the only song. But then whenever you hear it's like you just like see people marching just spending their money and just like dying spending their money yeah, i feel there's, like there's yeah. so much no there's so the, much the cash register sounds yeah gets me. there's yeah. a movie about that yeah break down the wall yeah the definitely wall. the wall have y'all seen that episode of adventure time where it's jake and finn and jake trying to spend all that money in that one town have y'all seen that I, do, I haven't watched adventure time but I'm also a product of like my parents didn't have cable growing up, so like oh I did that too yeah, yeah. so I there's a lot of shit it's so stupid I was like <laughs> I was a kid and I'll just be watching broadcast television right and then like people yeah. talk about SpongeBob I'm like man that's cool and in my head I'm like that's not gonna matter ten I years would go from now, to my neighbor's house and watch now SpongeBob's a whole fucking phenomenon with memes and I don't yeah. get them bro yeah. like I don't <laughs> you should have gone them. to your neighbor's house I grew up like that with no cable but I would go to my neighbor's house oh, and I, when I went there Nick. though we watched like Naruto and shit like we watched like Naruto and um different thing like i watched like aqua teen hunger forest that was um, okay you went over there late then yeah you went to your neighbor's house late i went early and was home early (laughs) yeah we're doing the best part of the network though that was like they're on the trippy shit yeah yeah true um but yeah so i missed out on a whole era of shit but no it's never too late to get it back because i've been re-watching spongebob and their jokes are like fucking hilarious like for adults and I've been, I always rewatch Adventure Time because I'm not done with it. Right. And like, after the third season, it becomes really adult and there's like a lot of emotions to where you're like, fuck, like. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to oh, get yeah. to the point where Jake the dog dies because at some point he dies, I think, in like season nine. All right, spoiler. Sorry, spoiler, Damn. but. Damn, all right. I have I'm not like, got fuck. to that point because That's heavy. I end at yeah, season eight good. and I'm done there Probably because to me, like, animals, they're a big thing to me, like, in my life. And like animal spirits, like I just like love feeling them. Even if it's a cat walking by, like I like to see how it walks by, you know? So to me, to see the dog die, that like my favorite cartoon fucking dog in my life, that shit would be sad. Like no, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> so I always stop at season eight, but I want to get through it because now they came out with like Distant Lands and some other Fiona and Kate episodes. So. Okay. You have to watch it. Yeah. No, I, it's you something really I definitely do. want to check out. Like, a lot of people I know, like, love that show. Right. Especially Trippin'. Yeah. Batteries are not even That's what I'm saying. How long did the batteries last on that? No, it, it was going, like, right when you were talking in between that. Is that your, your design on that shirt? No, no. This is a Kid Cudi merch shirt. It's not, it's not, Shit. It's not me. No wonder it looks familiar. <laughs> like, mm. no, this is from, like, his Intergalactic album. Yeah, is it Indica? Was it Indica? Whenever that first that album first came out, I didn't like it that much. It was, yeah, I mean, he self-produced it. It was pretty much just him with a bunch of features. Yeah. Um, there's some hits on it, you know. I feel like, like just what I am was fun. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. like the first. I don't like time. fun. I like sad. <laughs> No, no, no. So that was like the first time I heard Cutting in a while, too. Yeah. Like he went on a whole hiatus. Like, Seven like, years yeah, almost. I'm quitting, I'm like, quitting smoking. And yeah. Drinking. I'm like, what? There's a lot behind that, though. Yeah. There was like, that might have been was, when um, he had his daughter. Too. Yeah, no, straight yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, he had his yeah. daughter, and then he was facing like court issues because 
Yeah. There was like an incident where like he was caught with like cocaine and like he was breaking oh, yeah. down his, his his baby mama's door or some shit and broke her phone. So I'm sure he was going through court. So he had to like I feel like WCRD was like an album to be like, hey, I'm good. Like because if you listen to Man on the Moon Two, he is explicitly stating all of his issues, and I feel like that That's was being used against him. him, right? Like I feel like if you're like like if you're like if if his baby mom was trying to make a case against him that album is a good reason to make a case but against But I feel like it. publicly if you admit your issues then people get over it and then you're not like held to it for that long you know? Yeah yeah no but I mean at the same time it's like court you know it's not even about public opinion at that point it's like legality yeah. Yeah. and so he probably had to be clean for a bit to show like the judge like hey I'm good to be in my daughter's life and shit. Right. Which he is now too. Yeah which is awesome but I mean he got back to smoking and everything eventually I think it was that era. Rico? Yes. I do, but hey, uh, probably should wrap this up too. Uh, like before we down. wrap it up, I do have one more question. So, oh, did, are we still recording? For you, <laughs> yeah, we've yeah, been right. recording. Uh, <laughs> this will be my final question, I guess. Okay, okay. So, but... if you had to pick like one song that you made for everyone to listen to right now, what song would it be and why? Shit. So that we know what song to listen to. That's tough. Um, Cause like I said, like I feel like the album itself is like an experience. Like you start from the first track, it's kind of like this poppy, happy dance track, which is "Dance Away the Day." And um, yeah. I wanted it to be like a vibe set, like hey, you know, tune in. But then it starts getting real almost really immediately, right? Like it starts getting heavy within the next tracks. Yeah. Um. So, I, I would say to me, like the song that's most profound for me on that album is. Summer is Dead. I think that's the song that hits me the hardest, but if I wanted to show a song to people that they would vibe with, or like, you know, it's like a bop or something chill, I would say Nice Knowing You, because that's like a song that's like, well, it's like, pardon me when I'm seeing things in the wrong way. Like, I feel like that's like a nice little, and the beat's weird. Like, you know, it's not something that, like when I was making all that music, I produced myself, right? So when I was making that shit, I feel I was, like Brown Boy is the one that's a little bit different though on that album. That, that's the one that sticks out, like sticks out like a sore thumb. But like I said, yeah. it's because of the subject matter in it. You know, it's like I talk about, like I, I like the bars are on my on my left. She's looking like that bitch from Seventh Heaven. She said, even though I'm five ten, I make her nine eleven. Okay, I do remember those. Right, lyrics. and then like and then yeah. I say she's loving all my culture. All the wedding smoking hookah, chicken tikka is her favorite after doing morning, and I do the yoga flame thing. That yoga flame thing is me though. That like that's not even a soundbite from Street Fighter. I fucking did that myself, and I'm so proud. I sound exactly <laughs> like Dawson. Um, but like, um, I only added that in because Dawson was like the coolest brown motherfucker back in the day. You know, like yeah, think about that shit. Like we didn't have many representations of brown people. We had like Apu and like some other shit. But like Dawson was kicking ass in like the fucking 80s and 90s right like he was a street fighter you know even though he looked crazy um but like yeah so i, I had to show sh love to doll cinema on that but like the whole lead up to it weddings hookah chicken tikka which is a british dish um all of it's like it's it has nothing to do with me i always thought you know what i'm saying like none of that shit has to do with me but like so many people tie indian culture or brown culture to me that it's like oh she loves all of this but i don't give a shit about that because then immediately i started talking about texas after that because I talk about like there's a there's even like a polarization of a of a, a slim thug line where it says when I hit the club I literally say that in the song like mm -hmm. when I hit the club I say all my homies are high and we meditate you know like 
it's like it's showing that like I am from Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like that that whole like bar is about like you associate me with this shit, let's flip it. I'm actually from Texas and that's why it ends up with and at the end of it I say if I go back to Shambor, which is my mom's hometown I'll be smoking weed, you know, like that's basically that's I'm gonna be smoking marijuana because that's also a brown boy thing, right? Marijuana is yeah. a, it's a it's a it's a Spanish term, right? So like, it's like it was a culmination of a bunch of shit in one song, and that's why the song is so trappy, it's so loud and distorted because it's like shit I don't fuck give a fuck about, you know, like and if I was gonna put a message about it, I want it to be the most obnoxious song on there for that reason because it's not something I don't care about everything else is handled differently on that album compared to that mm-hmm. song but it was just me being kind of like okay i'm an adult now and i do get to talk shit you know about all the shit i dealt with as a kid and like even though i'm not directly talking shit to people I, i'm doing it in a very satirical way you know like when yeah. i dropped those bars i don't mean like 9-11 was a good thing you know like or something i just mean it's explosive right <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's just like that's what the bar means and like <laughs> But at the same time, it's like I dealt with terrorist jokes my whole life. So like, yeah. if you're gonna be sensitive to that, if you sorry, heard the beginning you know, of this podcast, you understand. Hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, and then the rest of the album is very <laughs> mellow compared to that, or it's in a different vein. Um, yeah. So yeah, like to me, like "Nice Knowing You" is a good bop. "Summer's Dead" is really emotional. "Drunk Summer" is good to listen to if you're drinking and shit. Um, Which we're always drinking. Yeah, cheers, cheers to that. You know what cheers. I'm saying? Cheers. Texas oh, town juice. on that. Um, but yeah, overall, I just feel like it's a vibey album. I just want to let people know that I'm going to be dropping some more shit soon. Um, probably it's going to have that four week timeline right before I have anything to drop because of Tune Corner shit. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I'm really hyped about the music um, I'm dropping and like for all the people that are looking out for it. Uh, so. You know, stay tuned. I don't want to like drag this on anymore because I know we're on like a little time. Oh no, limit. you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, was there anything else you had to say? Anybody else you had to shout out before we finish? Oh my God! If y'all want me to shout out, my shout people, out, shout out your whole paragraph. Oh my. Okay, shout out to fucking Vi Two Time. Shout out to um, uh, Zen, my guitarist. He's the fucking god. Um, shout out to CJ Topoff. Shout out to fucking Dylan Elijah. Christian Wynn, everybody in the crown. Um, there's so many people, man. I like my heart's like overwhelmed. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, there's so many people. Uh, blackmail, fucking, I can't even think of more people right now off the top of my head. But um, everybody that's ever done a show with me, who's ever fucked with me or rocked with me at a show, um, I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all are at my heart. Y'all are the reason why I fucking do this shit. Not even just y'all, but the fact that we get to like perform together and create a, a landscape. And everybody who's been to those shows and like rocked with us, you know, like that shit's cool. Like they're in the mud, like they heard shit that, that like, yeah, years before it ever dropped, yeah. right? So um, I'll be throwing more shows here soon. I just wanted to take a break after dropping this album because there's just so much going into it. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's more to come. Shit's not over yet, so. Well, did you have anything else, Dennis the Menace? I love yeah. that name. All right. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, the thank, thank you for coming out. Also, thank you for supporting our like, oh, no, buy merch. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to buy a t-shirt. I would have wore my t-shirt, but then I would have felt like I was like I don't have a trying to be a host or some shit, you know. So I was like, let me not I wear this shirt. I ran out. I'm waiting yeah. for more. 
Yeah, but y'all go y'all go buy some merch. We got the hats. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. We got the fools hats. The we got the juice. OG and the shirt. shirts dope. The shirts yeah. great quality. All those Straight shirts. Up. We, also got got more, we got more shit coming out. Hell so yeah. stay tuned. But yeah, thank you for supporting, man. And thank this you has been the motherfucking juice. juice. Let's go. Yes. Hey. Cheers to <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go.